Hello, this is Andre and Anita. We talk about parenting, love and life skills. Our family of six makes sure we always have something to share. Hello, Andre. Hello, Anita. It's been a long time. It has been a while. Yes. I agree. Mm -hmm. um, well, an, our listener is probably not going to know. Hey, Aaron, I know you missed us, but uh, <laughs> here we are again. Yeah. Mm. And it's a little bit too loud. Can you down? I, I can regulate, turn please? down the gain. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Mm. You gain some, you lose some. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk to you about parenting again. Well, that's interesting because I was about to suggest that we talk about exactly that. Awesome. And I found this infographic and mm. it said something about how to raise a happy, successful, cooperative child. Check, check, check. Okay, that's great that we talk about an infographic on a podcast. Well, we did so before and I'm going to put the link down below in the podcast. Uh, in the show notes. Okay. So it's so great. In the show notes. Okay, so it's going to be a little bit interactive then, yes? Yeah. People are going to click stuff while listening. Why not? Why because not? there apparently there is people mm -hmm. who are listening to podcasts on their cell phones, on their smartphones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I'm not doing. So True. it's a new experience. Um, you know? Maybe, you know, When, when, when we're up to it, we can do the, the, the video blog kind of thing, you know? No, no, not Never? ever. Because then they're going to see my face and that's not going to be possible. Okay. Aaron already knows your face, so there's oh, that. Oh, thank you. Okay, and it's about we want to discipline less, you know, be mm -hmm. a little bit, you know. Encourage more, discipline less. Exactly. Mm -hmm. In five simple steps. And this one is based on four different types of children. Apparently, children are are not all the same. Did you know that? I thought it was only your parenting skills that kind of make them the same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that must be it. Okay. Okay. Step number one is start where the where they stump you. Stump. I know. This is not a word that I'm using a lot. Stump us. Yes. Like roll over us. It's more like bother us. Yeah, oh. kind of like when they are, you know, not complying when you want something from them, mm. or they're screaming and you're not, they're not listening to anything that you say. And they stump us. You know what? You're gonna have to translate. That I'll first. have to I have to look that up. It's new yeah, for me. Yeah. No. Oh. Okay. We have the opinion that stumping is not the best word, but. Whatever. Mm. If you have a child and he's not complying, he's screaming, he's really behaving in a bothersome way. Well, actually, stopping works uh, if it's in relation to kids. Oh, okay. Because then it says. Mm -hmm. Then, then it's exactly that. It's. Um, What does it say? They kind of irritate you. Okay. Mm? And step number one is actually saying here there is a hidden message in your child's behavior. This is something that's probably a bit more difficult for you because you still try putting uh, like connecting with your child logically on a logical basis. Well, actually, the siblings are doing that, too. We're talking about our youngest who is mm -hmm. in that phase that we're still waiting to for her to grow out of. Yes. Soon. And sometimes she yeah. is in this stumping mode and we're all questioning I don't know around if it's called stomping mode but yeah we are 
Whatever. Getting very irritated. And then we're wondering why she is dumping around. <laughs> let's use that word. Now okay. we're learning it. <laughs> I don't think that's the right context. So, but let's just go for the non-natives and give us yeah. the easy way out. Okay. Yeah. So she's stumping around. Yeah, and you have to know, you know, it's it's just like men with women sometimes. Uh, women are complaining and guys are taking her for her word. Mm -hmm. But she, th there's a hidden message behind it. Yeah, it's not the kitchen, it's the house. No, she's whining because he, she, he's not listening, whatever. You, you know, the whole thing <laughs> with the PMS stuff and so on, uh -huh. which I'm not relating so much to. So... Mm -hmm. Or are you? Would you relate? Would you say I'm terrible? Is it on the list? Then no. <laughs> yeah. I have a list too, you know. And but then uh, again, our youngest stomping around, and our approach was is logical. I don't know. Is it? No, it used to be like you would try sometimes to find out the reason, and the siblings also would try to get her whatever she's asking for. Only to find out whenever she gets what she wants, she's, she's still for the not next happy. Thing. And she's still asking for the very same thing or for something different. Yeah, we kind of gave up on that whole I want this and she gets it, and then I want that and she gets it. We just leave it at maybe the first thing and then say, well, deal with it now until you calm down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Because it's, okay. it's, it's of no use, basically. Let's go to step number two because that's going to be really exciting. Because mm -hmm. this is the exciting one identify your child's true nature. And now okay. we're coming down to four different types of nature. Um, well, you're nature gonna have to types. find out if we can identify our children to each of those types. But well, probably not. I don't open know. Open goes the drawer. Type number one mm. is the fun-loving child. Um, the fun-loving child, its primary connection to the world is social. Mm -hmm. Then. The primary primary movement is bouncy and random, which probably was our first one, maybe a little bit. Mm -hmm. Then primary need is have fun and happy parents. Mm -hmm. Then the observe he is he or she is observed as friendly, bright, light-hearted, and he can be judged as. Flighty, hyperactive, unreliable. I mean, there is a little bit that could It's like a 50-50 chance. Could be our first one, could be not. A little bit our first one and also a little bit our fourth one. But never yeah. mind. Yeah. Then number type number two, the sensitive child. Hmm. Primary connection to the world is emotional. Oh, yeah, it's going to be the girls. Yeah, I know. Number two. <laughs> Primary movement, subtle and thoughtful. Then primary need, feelings, feelings heard. Ah, he or she wants her feelings heard mm -hmm. and wants to feel connected to the family. Usually it's described as gentle, tender and mindful and can be judged as shy, wimpy, Hypersensitive. Maybe our second one. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Not that much, but a little bit. Okay. Type three. Mm. Okay. The determined child. Primary connection to the world is physical. Primary movement would be active and determined. Knows what or 
he or she wants. Mm -hmm. Primary need is new experiences with parent support described as busy, persistent, energetic and can be judged as pushy, demanding, loud. Uh, I any, still think... Any of our kids? <laughs> yeah, any of us. <laughs> yeah. But I still think our fourth one, mm -hmm. there's many things that actually really fit very well to this category. She needs, like, she needs the movement very mm -hmm. much. Yeah, she's um, very persistent. Asking very for stuff. persistent, very demanding, to very pushy, very being. loud. Mm -hmm. um, she is very energetic. Mm -hmm. I mean, even now, like with your parents here, you know, and she wanted to do a, to do a puzzle, but mm -hmm. then she only could concentrate for a very short period of time, and mm -hmm. then she was bouncing around again, and looking for something else, jumping, jumping, jumping again. I, I don't know. It, it to me, it sounds very much like she is number three, you know, mm -hmm. and also. She needs a lot of movement, you know? Okay. Type four, the more serious child. Primary connection to the world, intellectual. Mm. Primary movement, straightforward and exact. Yeah, none of I our children. I don't know any of our kids who are straightforward and exact. <laughs> That's kind of Those weird. attributes kind of... Uh, Especially when they relate to like tantrums and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird. But I don't know. Maybe there is kids like that around. Yeah. Yeah. Listener. Yeah. Please tell us. Erin, if you ever got kids, you know, you, you maybe you find some tell us. You know, precise, Then exact kind of Primary tantrum. need would be respect, given and received. And then described as efficient, analytical, thorough. <laughs> yeah. And he can be he or she can be judged as critical or know it all. Well, we know of those kids. Yeah, we do. Well, we do know know it all. Yes. But we don't have them. We don't have them, but we know them. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, actually, maybe they might even. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Our oldest mm -hmm. friend mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. He would perfect number four. Yeah. Perfect number four. Okay. Step number three would be to interpret the tantrum. No, no, wait, wait. Now we have to classify them in to know to do what exactly. What step number four two? is that you find out what's the true nature of your child. Ah, that was step number two, though. Yeah, that was step number two. Mm -hmm. And step number three would be interpret the tantrum or fight or rebellion or anger. That's in parentheses. Nicely put. Oh. That's You're actually easier in German, to be honest. Yeah. Parentheses. Parentheses. Par oh. Yeah. That's like message. Okay. Two. Your child is telling you something, even if they don't know how to say it, especially when they're younger. You know, they're complaining, mm. whatever. Mm. And I can always now talk to for type three because the other ones we don't really know so much about. And I can see that, especially our fourth one, now that we have vacation time, mm -hmm. holiday, she's not in kindergarten, she gets bored quite easily. Mm -hmm. And she also needs a lot of movement. Mm -hmm. And then or being in kindergarten, having to sit around and listen and stuff like that. Or even when they do the yoga stuff or the reading time, 
quiet reading time. Wow, those, lots of activities those, she really enjoys. Yeah, and then also crafting around the table. I mean, yes, she does it for three minutes or something, mm -hmm. but they're doing it for half an hour or something. So it's very challenging for her. The best times are when they go to the forest mm -hmm. or outside. and she can just jump Basically, around yeah, outside. or the playground. Yeah, she loves being outside. Yeah. And now we're also not going outside a lot. Well, because of autumn. Yeah, it's quite rainy and stuff and we are also not so outdoorsy people, let's say it. No. Well, we're taking her for a walk every now and then. But, you know, like we went to the swimming pool and everything went great. This is like yeah, the, the, the part where once. she loved... And well, she did cry when we had to leave. Yeah. But that's basically she... it. Yeah. So, mm. I mean, this is something like... If you know a little bit about your child and you know that this is a child who needs a lot of movement, mm. providing it can maybe sometimes yeah. be a good measure, like a good measure, no, a good method, method yeah. to prevent tantrums. Mm -hmm. Or let's see on those other children, like if somebody has like if the, the fun loving child. He probably needs a lot of connection time with parents mm. and also like some fun games. It should be, you know, homework is probably like not fun. Really bad for those children. And no, if like you can me and the boys, make it had, a little bit of fun, we, we did have a lot of fun lately. Yeah, but no, I'm not. I'm talking about the fun-loving children. I don't know if our children are so much that sort. Maybe our oldest a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, well. Actually, he does it by himself as well. Mm -hmm. He would, you know, include some jokes and mm -hmm. make his Keep homework time more fun, you know. Yep. He has uh, already has a talent for this. And then also, like, if you have a determined child, the no, wait a second, the sensitive child, he probably needs more eye contact and also needs to know that you are listening to his or her feelings yep. and that you're, like, it's a little bit our daughter our older daughter mm -hmm. yeah she she also can be a little bit this uh, sensitive one yeah, she's more emotional yeah yeah and then it's important that we don't just overrule her nope. but also make you her should. feel heard mm -hmm. in that sense yeah and the more serious child you probably have to tell him oh yeah well done and i don't know make a list <laughs> whatever <laughs> i don't know okay number three was you inter interpret that the tantrum and And you ask yourself, oh, yeah, there's a few questions. Oh, I forgot about them. Type number one. Does my child feel overly controlled? Hopefully not. I mean, who are you asking? We're talking to parents who have a fun-loving child. Type number one. Then also, has my child had too much alone time? The fun-loving child is also very connected. He needs friends around himself. Mm. And he needs to be, yeah, you know, included in a group the case and so on. of our first one to be a fun-loving child, I guess. Oh, he, yeah, because he can be alone. Yeah. yeah. Then also, is something in my child's life too serious? Well, there's the world out there that can be serious. So hopefully, yes, maybe. But I'm just thinking, I mean, there might be more children around who are like, we call it the class clown. <laughs> Mm -hmm. class clown mm -hmm. like there is a oh. child in every class who makes the jokes and everybody's and laughing at not them. like it, the evil clown but the funny one yeah and I don't know like if he would be very much punished for being that way 
Well, there's a fine line that you have to walk if you are the funny guy in class. And um, you can cross it certain times, but there's a very defined threshold where you are more likely to be the annoying, uh, you know, it's, it's something between amusement and annoyment, yeah. I guess. And um, it's a fine line to walk and teachers can quickly decide you are more annoying uh, than you are fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, if you know how to handle this line and if you are more funny than annoying, then you are a great addition to the class. Yeah. And I speak from experience. Here. But I'm also saying that a child can also bring a lot of fun into the family life even. True. When making some jokes and so on. But I, I think there might be some families around where this, this kind of child would be not you know where people well, wouldn't want them to course, be there it depends on the the humor level that resists or exists in yeah. the uh, family exactly and this varies greatly from family to family it does and i think a fun loving child would have too many problems in our family too many wouldn't have wouldn't have As yes would not have would not have i agree yeah. mm-hmm But then ask yourself if you have a type 2 child mm -hmm. who is the very sensitive child, yeah, who wants to have their feelings heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does my child feel unheard or dismissed? Well, I don't know. Number Second two. One, yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes. Maybe at times, mm -hmm. but we try to, you know, cut an extra time a lot, I'd say. But he, the, Especially, you the know, problem doing is, the homework, Yeah, but helping. I'm just saying that the other ones can be so loud and um, mm. demanding that he gets the short end of the stick many times. Sometimes. And therefore, it's also our job to ask him to, mm. or challenge him to I do this actually communicate regularly. his needs. Yeah. You do? Yeah. I do because you're him. spending a lot of time with him right now. Well, with both of them, yeah. Yes. But, but I always, um, not always, but oftentimes I, I keep on, you know, concentrating on him and asking really, are you okay? Everything fine? You're doing okay? You know, stuff like that. And uh, of course, I can only hope that his answers are sincere. Um, but to my knowledge, well, to my knowledge, my point of view, I think he's doing okay. Okay. Yeah, if it's the little things that keep really bothering him, I'd say we're on a good path. And okay. the little things are really just homework. And if this saying, is like like the, the main of his worries, yeah, uh, you know, the, the, the full plenty of his worries is homework, then I think we're on a good path. <laughs> yeah. I know, but I still think we have to be keep it in mind and not forget about yes, it. To definitely, ask him once definitely. And then have my child's plans been ignored? Plans. Plans. Yeah, well, actually, he sometimes has plans. For example, he was asking me to do the referat, uh, the, his project for school. Oh, and I had to postpone Thursday, right? again. Yeah, no, no, he, he still has some time. But we wanted to do it today, which yeah. wasn't possible. So we're going to have to do it tomorrow morning, for example. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. because he also gets like some nervousness when knowing that still, you know, this It paper is still due. Mm -hmm. And we still haven't done it. And this is something because he so many times is like the invisible child amongst the four oh. it's something that we have to keep in mind okay just to know you know this child also has some plans and he probably needs to be heard 
Then also, um, is something in my child's life too intense? Too intense. Um, I mean, school is pretty intense for all this. Yeah. But I think he's handling it pretty well. Yeah, I think so in, too. On a general terms, you know, there's maybe some subjects he needs more. He needs to put practice. more effort in. Yeah. yeah more practice. Um, but in, in general, we're pretty much amazed of how well he is doing. Oh, yes. But I still think this is a question to keep in mind for the future as well. Sure. You know? And you have to keep an eye open on that. And, and mm -hmm. if, uh, you know, anything keeps bothering our kids too much, I yeah. hope they'll be able to tell us. And also, our third child, she also has some of those adjectives. Mm -hmm characteristics of type number two mm -hmm. and I think for her it was quite difficult those first few days at school no. uh, first few yeah. weeks even because um, not knowing anybody having to connect like from zero mm -hmm. and then also finding out that school is not as fun as kindergarten used to be yeah, you know you have to work yeah. yeah there was many many changes for her and she also had probably a totally different picture of how it's going to be And uh, if she had a picture at all, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, she had something about the boys. I mean, they told her a little bit about it, and uh, I think that was a more intense time in her short life, you know. Okay, let's go to number three the determined child. And this is something that we should listen to. Does my child lack enough physical outlets? And yes, she does sometimes. They all do, I guess. Yeah, they all do. Yes, but uh, oh, well, actually, yeah, all this is repeatedly asking for um, what you call the sandbox, sand thingy. Yeah, what's yeah, called? we really should get it. What's it called? A sandbox? No, no, no. Punching uh, bag. Punching, punching bag. bag. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Hmm? Then has my child been told no too often lately? Because they also have a little bit rebellious side. I don't no. think she has been told no too often, probably too little. Our oldest? No, our youngest, you know. Well, I definitely told her lots of no's. I um, know. These couple of days, like mm -hmm. really strict no's, because she keeps messing up the place in ways that are just not acceptable. <laughs> yeah, but then she might need more physical outlet, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we should more more gussy. It's like we call it. Um, there's this German saying for taking your dog for a walk, which is called gussy. Mm -hmm. uh, we basically, you know, call it that, and <laughs> she's fine with it because <laughs> you just take her around the block and you come back, and she's happy. And uh, well, you walked her in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we have to take quite a big round. Yeah, so she's happy. Yeah. And uh, question But she, number three. But she, she does not mark the area, so that's fine too. Yeah, <laughs> fortunately. <laughs> yeah. Is something in my child's life too stifling? Too stifling, stifling. like stifling. Uh, too many stops rules, I guess. development. I, I don't think we're sucker for rules, to be no, honest. No, we're not so much. I mean, but also, it, that would take so much time and effort. Yeah, and if you keep every... No, we're not. We have some basic rules, and we're just trying to enforce some rules, like no more eating and drinking in the living room, because that ends up in a mess every time. Mm -hmm. So that's a big no right now. Oh, yeah. And uh, enforcing that is kind of hard. Yeah, and then, we, we keep asking our older kids to um, have a look out for that as well. 
at least tell us like immediately um, to avoid messes and avoid work and avoid yelling. Yeah. And, um, and we also know that having too many rules for a child like that yeah. also makes your life very difficult. Yeah, because you, who has to enforce the rules? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you would have to have like, I don't know, um, this is almost like a case where these kinds of kids would have to be hit a lot mm. if you have too many rules, you know? Because they, they, they oppose you, they will mm. challenge you. Yeah. And I think it's better to, you know, have an environment that doesn't enforce too many no's. I'm, you know, like putting stuff away on shelves that they cannot reach or whatever yeah. is a better method at that age, like at a younger age, especially. True than always having to scream no every single time. <laughs> we did that with our oldest a lot though, because he was keep he was really trying to push over anything and everything he could get his hands on. But you know what? At that age yeah. we also could put everything away and there was yeah. nobody else, like no siblings mm -hmm. around at that time who could, you know reach for it, yeah. Yeah, and on where it was so it was more easy to control the environment when there was only one child around. Of course, always is, yeah. And now with the fourth one, you know, the other siblings, they want to draw sometimes. They want to use coloring... Um, or scissors. Or scissors, whatever. And those kinds of things, they weren't around at that age yeah. when our older children were at that age. True. So, yeah. But yeah, we're not a circus or so strict with rules. No. Then the more serious child, type number four. Does my child need to feel more respected? Well, it's, it's a hard one because we don't have a child that kind of that. But I still think our children... I can remember a few times where our kids would say something like that they have learned or they have observed or something, you know. And our second one, well, this is more the sensitive part of him, where we would laugh because he made some, you know, like... Yeah, he made some observations, which was pretty much yeah, but clear he, to everyone. Yeah, or uh, he explained it in a way that was funny to grown-ups, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, for children, it wouldn't be funny, really. Yeah. I mean, it was a normal observation mm -hmm. that he made, but I cannot think of an example right now. But then it was hurtful to him mm -hmm. that we were laughing on it. Mm -hmm. you, you know, he felt he like was understanding. Yeah, exactly. And I was. also can imagine that these serious children, mm -hmm. when they're making observations and they're not getting any recognition for them or like oh that's kind of clear you know mm. if you would just react yeah. like that it's hurtful to them true does my child need some time to reflect and focus yeah our children won't but if you have more more serious child and you put him in sports classes every single afternoon or whatever might be too much maybe but i never heard of that i mean and with our kids yeah did now, they ever say i need some time well, maybe that's of children comes who later. might have that need now we're not talking about ours yeah i don't know so many other children to be honest on that you know personal deep level so just try how to imagine when that might apply and i think this might be the case when there is a child who gets bombarded with one appointment after another Actually, I think one of the daughters of um, your cousin, you know, she has two daughters. She's a single mom. Mm -hmm. She's not your cousin, but something mm -hmm. else. Um, and one of her daughters, she might be a little bit like that. 
and it can be a challenge for her you know a few days being at her dad's and when she's at her mom's it doesn't mean that she's always there but also has to go to her grandma or her aunt and that can be very overwhelming for her sometimes mm, a bit. you know yeah and uh, then she gets stressed and then she doesn't eat and so on yeah is something in my child's life embarrassing yeah this is what what I mentioned just before you know yeah when sure. in re respecting there's the child yeah but there, there surely the is there's always part. something embarrassing that kids yeah. don't like it like and enjoy so yeah but the maybe question. not at least have it in the family I mean yes at school you cannot avoid it totally yeah, but oh, it's actually forbidden to make fun of uh, the other kid. You mean like like evil fun, like twisted, like pointing the finger and saying, "Aha, you're so dumb." Uh, that that's actually one of the rules that we Where? do enforce here. Ah, you mean our at our house? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we say no. Don't do that. You don't talk negatively about yeah, each other. Yeah, we would always challenge that. Yeah, that's something that we're not tolerating. At, at the very beginning. You know, when, when they point the finger and say, ha, 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 something this, something that, we say, no, you don't do that. Yeah, and we also ask them, how would you feel if we would do yeah. that? I mean, Because you don't mock each other. Kind yeah. of like... You, you can, you can, I don't know what's the term, you know, the, the positive mocking is like, like if you are able to laugh about yourself and you can make fun about each other in that way, that is not hurtful. Yeah. Necking, I, I, don't, know, it's, I don't know what's called. Yeah, I don't know. Is either. there a word in English? There might be, but um, listeners gonna understand. Yeah, you do understand. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're smart. Um, you're smart. You figured it out. Um, but but the the positive way of mocking um, and having fun with each other, basically. That's fine. I mean, this is something that the boys already can do quite well. I they think they can actually. But this, I think, that also has to do with age. The younger True. they are, they're you not going to get you it. Learn, you know, you learn the limits. Yeah. You learn what is uh, um, acceptable and what is not. The boys, they do have to learn what is acceptable for their younger sister. Yeah. Especially that, because they don't know yet. And Even they always though cross the border. Yeah. And we always have to remind them, this is not a 10-year-old, this, this is a 7-year-old girl. Yeah. And um, you have to take care of um, not crossing the border. Mm -hmm. And also, but I'm noticing her already getting a few of those jokes. Yeah. She's already yeah, she's getting she's smarter, growing into it, yeah, you know? She's, she's already into growing it, yeah. into it. And so she, she can take it more easy and she, she can laugh about it too. Yes. Yeah? Because yes. She, she starts to be more self-aware mm -hmm. and, and, and knows when her actions are kind of mirrored without being meant as a, as a bad thing. Yes. Yes. But but this takes time, this takes process, this is yeah. a process of growing up, I guess. And also knowing, you know, is that a good time or is it a bad time mm -hmm. for a joke like that? Because sometimes mm -hmm. context is a lot. Okay, only two more steps. Number four is be intuitive and not reactive. So if you have a type one child, which is the fun-loving one, a good one, a good thing that you can do is surprise your child. You know, hey, let's go to the... Uh, Zoo. The zoo, yeah, the zoo. I, I was thinking of Dom or something like that. What's, what's that called? The carnival? Carnival. Or whatever, I don't know. Carnival. Yeah, isn't That's it? That's a great series, but yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Or, and then also facilitate friendships. It's always important to kids like that. Mm -hmm. Which I can already, yeah, I can think of a few children like that who, who really need that all the time. Mm. And then also have fun with them. You know, don't only do the homework stuff with them, but also oh. have some fun with them. Do something. Oh. Yes, I know you're 
collecting gold stars on that respect right now. But uh, you can collect some more with the girls as well, I'd say. I could. No? Mm -hmm. Okay. Type number two, reassure your child. You know, yes, you're safe. Yes, I'm seeing your feelings. Yes, I'm with you here. Mm -hmm. Give them time to relax. You're not always ordering them around or whatever. And connect with them. Have eye contact, which wasn't possible with some of our kids. The first one was definitely not an eye contact, kind of <laughs> per se. <laughs> no. no, yeah, but, but he can now. Yeah, because thanks to a lot of therapy. Yeah, that must be it. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe he was just you know growing up and uh, started to well, this works for me too. I can do it now. Did you really try to have a longer conversation eye to eye with him? Because. It, Seriously, I still think it's still a problem. It I, I is, can have longer is, conversations it, it, on the car. Yes, in yeah, the car it's fine, but it, you're not looking into his eyes right true, then. True, it's a challenge. Yeah, You can have conversations, but um, in, even in longer conversations, you don't necessarily need to stare at each other for that long a time. Okay. You do? I, I'm just challenging you. Try to have longer eye contact with him. No, like with one of the other just, children. Um, he's, he's more into let's have a fight yeah I know that's what I mean that's <laughs> what I mean he's not capable of it you know mm. <laughs> not for a prolonged period of time yeah but this is the good thing he mm. is also he's not type number two I mean he's not the sensitive child you oh, know? no no sensitive wouldn't be his, wouldn't call um, it yeah primary but if attributes. you have one and this is something that our daughter does mm. very much she is asking for her connection time mm -hmm. especially in the evenings mm-hmm That's when she's asking the thousand and one questions, you know? Yeah. 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 Type three, which was, again, the determined child or youngest. Mm -hmm. Encourage your child. Say, yes, you can do it or whatever. Yes, you can. Also, let them move fast. Let them move fast. R okay. Run forest, for run. For races, whatever. I don't know what they mean by that, but... Give them a lot of room to well, move fast around. wouldn't be the first attribute that comes to my mind when we talk about our second son, to be honest. And yeah, no, no, we're talking about our youngest. Yeah, but the second one, no, no. yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> was he slow? No, no, he's not slow. <laughs> and also allow adventure. And this is one thing. Yeah, this is she is asking for adventure quite a bit. That's true. See, she is looking. I, She is trying out things that the other ones never did. Oh, yeah. This is what I feel like, yeah. you know, especially, you know, like her projects inside the house, yeah, even outside the house. I mean, the things that she's collecting and mixing with each other and even the areas that she's discovering mm. and stuff. She needs adventure. Really, she does. And type number four, which is the uh, serious child, respect their authority. They have some authority as well, you know, like over there, maybe their geographical, <laughs> no, no, whatever, their like room. their collection of rocks were. Um, It sounds fascinating. Or 20 books of dinosaur books or whatever, or whatever. Great, great just, examples. I'm, I'm trying to find, examples. look into the more serious child. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, no, maybe he is into philosophy already or something. And you're having philosophical I, I, questions. I, I know a family that would totally fit into that category. Area. Yeah, category. Yes. And I think we're talking with the S, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. there you go. 
And um, mm -hmm. I'm glad we are us. <laughs> you are. Uh, uh, this is why we're not so smart and we're not going to be um, have the same salary, whatever. Okay, Maybe not, yeah, but with some smartness, but we definitely have more fun. But we can talk about parenting, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, then also support structure. Oh, which they are doing very well. Well, they, they are doing are it very well. Structure is the mm -hmm. most important thing in life. And by the way, this for was some also, people. Yeah, but this was also important for our first one, by the way. It was, yes. It helped them a lot to keep on, well, to, to, to sleep, to have his energy reserves up, and, um, and to also know what's going to be next, to yeah. already know mm -hmm. what is awaiting for him, you know? Mm -hmm. And also focus when listening. So you're not just. You should always be an active listener. I mean, this is. Yeah, this is something that's. Yeah. It should thing. be. It, it applies to every child, I think. Yeah. But maybe uh, to this child is even more important. Mm -hmm. And step number five is very easy, and you're going to read it. Step well, five. I'm going to read Enjoy the joy. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a catchy phrase. It's a catchy phrase and enjoy the joy out of it by the way this is something that you kind of have to remember sometimes because you know i used to be annoyed when older parents sometimes would say things like oh you're gonna have to enjoy as long as they're small and tiny and uncomplicated whatever you know you have to enjoy those first few years when yeah, the kids they, they are, will never come back yeah exactly uh, there are times where i think thank God, they're not coming. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but um, let's say it this way. If if you're in a challenging time mm. where these kids can be mm. <laughs> nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah. Our <laughs> clock is saying that <laughs> meh. That was a sheep. So... <clears throat> If you're in time, stuck there, and the kid is really going on to your nerves or whatever, mm. know that someday you're going to talk like those older people and say, oh, those few years, it was so wonderful. Try uh, to I, enjoy this time. I wonder if we ever get to the stage where we say, well, small children, small problems. Big children, big problems. Yeah, if we ever get to that. And I sincerely hope that the teenage years, especially with our girls, are going to be amazing fun okay not challenging at all um, but i know I'm, I'm i'm prone to error on, on that regard but um <laughs> uh here's to hope i guess yeah. <laughs> i mean we'll still have to see and uh, i actually i talked yesterday a long long time to a guy who has uh who's the father of two now grown 20 up. 20 years something uh, grown-up girls and he said the teenage years from 13 to 18 were like please parents stay out of the picture we don't want anything to do you are embarrassing us uh, and it turned after they turned 18 and there suddenly the was the, the, the parents became mm -hmm. nice again because they came adults but they said that face was terrible Horrible. my sister um, she's working with youth yeah, as 14 well to no, she 16, said yeah. that like it's really horrible when they're younger like especially before they turn 16 like mm -hmm. that area before that yeah. at 16 at least they're listening a little bit mm. and they can at least have some discussions but before that very challenging and you know it's it's like you can talk whatever 
Mm. It doesn't matter what you say, they're still gonna kind of yeah. show you the finger, whatever. Flip you off. Yeah. Well, of course, she's working with very difficult youth. Yeah, but here's the hope that our kids are gonna be very civilized, still love us, and uh, we can still love them. Oh, that's that's why we're talking that's about parenting. We're yeah. learning yeah, we're on learning the way. As we grow. Yes. And uh, let's see how it goes with our boys. And our listeners, they mm -hmm. can, um, you know, put in bets, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if we're going to continue the podcast yeah. I this mean, luckily, long. Luckily, yeah, we will. Um, luckily, we will not the first one to, to break that barrier of a kid becoming a teenager. So um, there's a lot of good stuff to be said, to be read and to be heard about it as well. And we'll have to find out for ourselves as well. Yes. And share how or our findings, I guess. Yes. Let's look at it as a scientific project. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, see where we go. So, but for now, I gotta admit one thing. Uh, well, the last point was enjoy the joy. It is quite joyful. Yes. I would very much prefer having them uh, over not having them. I think they bring way more joy than they bring grief. Yes. Yeah, there are way more happy times than there are sad times. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Well, I, I couldn't close in a better way. This right? was awesome. That was positive. <laughs> thank you. Okay. And thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well,